This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, November 18th. Again, no Corey today, so we are going to do this thing ourselves, and I think we can sure do it. We have a lot of uh, kind of little stuff to talk about, like just not nothing that's going to take up a whole segment, but just uh, maybe news and notes kind of here and there. So let's just kind of do a bunch of them here. Uh, so let's start off with baseball. The Minnesota Twins are going to unveil their new uniforms today at the Mall of America Rotunda, trying to double-check what time uh, those new uniforms will be unveiled today. Um, and it appears, as I'm uh, getting the getting the thing here, we have uh, the ceremony will begin at 11.30 this morning, and players will be there from 3 p until 3 p.m. for photos and autographs and all that kind of stuff. So they'll unveil it at 11.30. It's going to be Byron Buxton, Luis Arise, Jorge Polanco, and Joe Ryan are all going to be unveiling the new Twins unis. And as well, Ken Herbeck, Joe Maurer, Justin Morneau will all be on hand as well for that. Uh, we have more on the uniform leaks as well. Uh, with uh, We have more of the uniform leaks with the Twins as well uh, because as we're looking at some of these pictures that the Twins have put on social media, uh, it appears that uh, the rendering that we have on the KWAD Facebook page seems pretty accurate, I think. And we kind of assumed it was, but it looks like it's going to be that it looks like it's going to be kind of a more modernized cursive twins across the front. So if you remember what the uni what the throwback uniforms look like for the twins, where it's got just a cursive twins on the front, it looks like that a little bit bolder, a little thicker. And then instead of on the S, on the end of the S going all the way back across the entire, like underlining the entire word twins, it appears that it's going. The cursive is going to end on the S, and there's just going to be that little underline underneath the word win like there is uh, in the current Twins uniform, or at least their latest uniform. So it's going to look like that. Um, it appears to be just all red for that blue numbering, a blue number on the bottom, kind of on the belly, uh, like the old Twins uniforms were that they wore with the pinstripes, you know, they, like in 1987, 91, and all the way up until... 2014, uh, where they had the number in the front of the jersey and the back. It looks like that's coming back. Um, and yeah, it's solid white. Got the like a red, white, and blue stripe on the side. And we we talked at length about this yesterday. But all I'm saying is there's a little bit more update on that. And since we are talking about the Twins, uh, I should point out too as well that the American League and National League MVPs were decided. Paul Goldschmidt winning the MVP of the St. Louis Cardinals for the National League. And then in the American League, it was Aaron Judge because obviously that wasn't what what surprised me what surprised me is when you look at uh is when you look at the voting cuz the the also uh, the MVP is voted on by the media there's a bunch of baseball writers that are allowed to vote on it and they choose and Aaron Judge was named MVP unanimously that's pretty obvious but Luisa Rice did receive a 5th place a 7th place and a ninth place vote to finish 13th in American League MVP voting, which, I mean, he's a batting champion. He's a silver slugger. He's he's an all-star this year. So, I mean, like, there's some merit to do that. 
Uh, and it creates a really interesting conversation about Luis Arise because he won, he was an all-star, won the batting title, albeit in a very, like, winning the batting title with a 313 average isn't, like, a great hitting year. Um, but he won the batting title and won the silver slugger. But the thing is, is, is there even a spot for Luis Arise in the starting lineup? Because where is he going to go? He can't go to, I mean, is he going to stay at first base? Alex Kirilov probably is going to be the starting first baseman because Kirilov can't play a ton of left field. Trevor Larnick's going to play left field while Max Kepler's in right field and Byron Buxton's in center field. And then you look at, well, could Arise play third base? Well, there's a competition at third base because Gio Urshela may or may not be with the Twins next year, but there's still Jose Miranda at third base to take a lot of at-bats and starts there. Jorge Polanco still positioned in at second base. So Luis Rise really is just going to go back to being that super utility player that he was kind of filling in around the diamond wherever he need be. And that's just because his glove isn't quite good enough to warrant him being a first baseman or a starting third baseman or whatever. His glove isn't that great. And the Twins have a lot more invested in Polanco money-wise. Long, Like, they have him under a long-term contract. Uh, Alex Kirilov and Jose Miranda are some young prospects. Uh, uh, Trevor Larnick as well. Trevor Larnick was a draft pick by the current Twins regime. So, like, there's a lot invested in those three guys. And Luis Rice is a great hitter. The best pure hitter, the best contact hitter the Twins have ever had since Joe Maurer. Uh, so, like, it... I guess what I'm trying to say is that he's in a weird spot because he won a lot of awards. He's a good hitter, but like he just might not quite have a long-term starting spot. Now, baseball's a long season. Maybe somebody gets injured and he takes over, whatever. I'm spending a lot of time talking about baseball in November when the Vikings are 8-1, and one, but you can tell the Twins are my favorite team. Uh, so that's, that's uh, my talk on the Twins here. Uh, one thing I do want to mention uh, is the Packers... Lost last night. Oh, how sad. Oh, how sad. Oh, no, no, no. The Packers lost. Oh, terrible. They are 4-7 and seven now. And by the way, that means the Vikings, if they win against the Cowboys on Sunday and they beat the Patriots on Thanksgiving night and then the Packers lose their game next Sunday the Minnesota Vikings would have clinched the NFC North before December. Like, clinching the division a whole month ahead of the regular season ending would be bananas, but it's where the Vikings are set. The Vikings could clinch this division before December, and that is... That's bananas. Because... It's week. They could clinch the NFC North by the end of Week 12 in a in an 18-week season. There would still be six more weeks left, five more games for the Vikings to play, or six more games for the Vikings to play after that. So, like, I mean, that just shows you how bad the NFC North is this year. But also, the Vikings are taking advantage of the opportunities. And if Green Bay keeps losing, they might find themselves out of the playoff race. And maybe by the time the Vikings go to Lambeau, we're not seeing Aaron Rodgers. We're seeing Jordan Love. So, I don't know. By the way, another Aaron Rodgers stat. Aaron Rodgers, including in the playoffs, is has a record of three wins and 45 losses. 
when trailing by double digits in the fourth quarter. One of those wins came on Sunday against the Cowboys. So before that, he was 2-44. and 44. Uh, So he's been 1-1 one one the last two weeks. He's never done it in consecutive weeks ever in his career. And Ben Gessling of the Star Tribune pointed this out. Kirk Cousins, on the other hand, has led double-digit fourth-quarter comebacks in each of the Vikings' last two games. You like that? You like that? I like it a lot. I really like it a lot. Uh, You could say, hey, CJ, don't the Packers have more Super Bowls than the Vikings? And I could say, man, I don't care right now. I do not care. Let's, let's, Let's go Vikings. Let's go. The Vikings are having a really good year. The Packers are having a really bad year. It's the best of both worlds, in my opinion. So, there is one thing that uh, I do want to wrap up the morning sports desk on, is that uh, is that uh, in kind of the Staples Motley uh, athletic world, and really the regional athletic world as well, it was a uh, uh, kind of came out over the last couple days that Jerry Reaver had passed away, and uh, he was a high school baseball coach. Uh, did some, I believe, cross country coach. A lot of uh, a lot of stuff for the Staples Motley community, and uh, was a big figure over there for them. Not just there, but in the region. Uh, even so, and so uh, our sympathies go uh, to him and his family, obviously. But there, there was a tweet from Dick Bramer actually last night, of course, of Staples Motley fame as well. Dick Bramer said his name is Jerry Reaver, and he was one of my high school baseball coach and driver's ed instructor. He passed away yesterday after touching hundreds of lives as an educator and coach. He always kidded me he had more to work with as my driver's ed instructor than as my coach. Uh, he's saying jokingly uh, about uh, about Jerry Reaver, and uh, once again, uh, once again, he passed on the last uh, couple days and. Uh, our condolences to his family and to the uh, Staples Motley community. He's uh, a Hall of Fame coach and has a field in Staples named after him. And uh, as a base, as a kid, uh, when I was uh, in uh, summer ball, we actually played a Legion game in the summer when the on the on the actual game that they dedicated the field to him. So there you go. That's uh, a little bit of local stuff for you today as well. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, November eighteenth. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out, because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear, because I'm grilling up dinner. (laughs) Do you get it? Yes, good job. So, what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container, because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.